LOP in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pin game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. From the block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lot. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product from the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 105. Shouts out to my homie Christopher Corrado who came on the show for episode 104. That was actually his second time on the show. Chris, I appreciate you, man. Shouts out to Chris. Shouts out to BYB. Shouts out to Don P. Dot out five thousand. Shouts out to the homie John Bernard from BYB Extreme. Them guys is doing anything. Um, their next fight is in Rock Hill, October twenty first. Go to uh, bybtickets.com slash Rock Hill. Use promo code LOP for fifteen percent off. Listen, I'm doing big things. I, mm. They was fronting on me, Jano. I see. They was fronting on me. I got yeah. the homie Jano Truth in the building, man. man. Blessings to you, my guy. Man, blessings to you, bro. Thank man. you. That's the perfect word to start this off. Yeah, with. facts, yo. Life, life been blessed. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. you in a couple years, man. Yeah. It's been. A, listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something about Jano. Jano, when you come to Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. It's a very big city. They yes, call it like the mini Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. And I like it because it's becoming a melting pot. Yep. But there's a few people who are considered the movers and the shakers. Yes, sir. Of this city, and you fall into that category, man. man. What's What's the road been like? Ah, uh, man. Uh, Twenty years in, uh-huh. in in this in this industry. Yeah. Radio, marketing, promotions, events, everything, all you know that. how I go. It's just, yeah. for me, I take the road of not wanting no credit. Yeah. I don't I don't care for- You're you the know, first person I heard say that. Yeah. I, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's not big for me. Yeah. You know, because I know my life ain't really for me. It's, I'm living through God's eyes yeah. right now, man. It's, mm-hmm. Life is good. That's and, amazing. Um, I, I take I take the, the responsibility yeah. of being in this position Yeah. because for me- I didn't necessarily have an individual to open up doors. Yeah. I had to kick him in myself. Yeah. I had to pick the locks. I had to go around the back, the That's side. Facts. I had to go through the outhouse. That, yeah. Dig a, <laughs> dig, dig a tunnel through the bottom to get to the left. Word up. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. it's, it's a humbling experience, man. It keeps mm-hmm. me grounded. That's that's great, yeah. man. Um, and you're originally from Charlotte, right? I was born in Charleston, South oh, Carolina. Okay. We, I got you know a lot saying? of family in, in South Carolina. I love South Carolina. Yeah, I love yeah. South Carolina. I tell people like the simplicity out there is amazing, yes, sir. dog. Yes, sir. When it, you when you go down to like past Charleston, you mm-hmm. go to like Pinesville, St. Stephen's, yep. Monk's Corner, yep. and you ain't got yep. a cell phone signal, right? But you got to go to your cousin crib. Yeah, yeah. It brings a certain set of humbleness you won't get past South Carolina. Nah, definitely you're not man. gonna get that. It makes you appreciate the the birds chirping. Yes, the butterflies uh-huh. flying around. All of that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. To to know that. Mm-hmm. You're rooted in something greater yeah. than what your life is really. This about. is true. You know, even though North Carolina and South Carolina is right next to you, you can get to South Carolina. You can get there from Gastonia. Yep, yep. You can get yep. there from Fort Mill is right here. Yes, sir. 20, 30 minutes away. Rock Hill is right there. Mm-hmm. But when you go a little further in, it's a lot different. Yeah, the, well, the, the low country. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's that's. I mean, you got to remember too, like mm-hmm. you know. One of the first or some of the first slave ships were brought yes, to Charleston, South were. Carolina. There's an, you know isn't there saying? a downtown area in Charleston where you see like they, they yeah. have like stuff set up about that? Somebody was, somebody put me onto that years ago. I didn't know about that at first. It was the old slave market. Yeah, that, yeah, that's and right. It's, it's still there. That's, you know what I'm that's crazy, man. So, you know, my last name is Vanderhorst. So mm-hmm. next time you go to Charleston, visit a spot called The Battery. Okay. And there's a Vanderhorst Street. 
Okay. There. I'm going to do that. So there's some history there. There's a, there's a lot of history, man, in South Carolina for us. And, and I, tell, I tell people, man, a lot, especially, a lot of us Northerners, we go down South. We would yeah. go for, like, visiting and stuff like that. Right. But I, I encourage everybody listening and watching, man. You know, we're on YouTube now. We're on Spotify, everything. Go. Yeah. Go and, and kind of really get, like, a taste of where your roots is from and yeah. stuff like that. Like, us black people, we come from all over the world, but we all originated in Africa. Yeah. Some went here, some went to Jamaica, some went there, but yeah. we, we're still family. Absolutely. It's all family. Yeah, you, you, go to, you go family. to Charleston, man. You go to my cousin's house, aunt's yeah. house. They, they all going to feed you. That, yeah, they going to yeah, make yeah, sure yo, you man. get some red That's rice. Facts. Like, whatever you want to eat, That's man. They going to take care of you. Uh-huh. You may not understand what they talking about, but... Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yo, You'll listen, feel I'm, the love. I'm fluent in Geechee, bro. Nah, there you I, go. I, I understand you know. it. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I yes, understand sir. that. So, being from South Carolina, when did you come to Charlotte? Uh, second grade. Second grade. So second you've been, grade. You, you've been I've here. been in Charlotte since since there wasn't no Work. buildings. I was gonna ask you that because yeah. when I first came to North Carolina in '98, then I went back in like '07. Right. Um, even university area wasn't oh, what man. it is. It's way. It was way it's different. It was woods. You know what I'm saying? It was just woods. Like Charlotte was like literally just. A town. Mm-hmm. Yes. You yeah, know what it I'm was. saying? Like now it's a city. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I love watching the city grow. Yeah, it's you growing know? a lot, man. It's beautiful. It's certain sides of town I go on now. Mm-hmm. I don't even I had to use my GPS to get to where I gotta go. <laughs> and it's like, wait, yeah. I know yeah. I'm off WT Harris, but I gotta make yeah. oh, I gotta turn here. Yeah. But um it's mm-hmm. beautiful to see it. Like nothing stays the same. Nah, it doesn't. You it know does. what I mean? But growth growth is a beautiful thing because Absolutely. it's it's bought jobs. Right, it's bought awareness to it's bought a lot of money. Yeah, to Charlotte got a lot of money, yeah. brother. Like, like I know everybody love Atlanta, but I'm telling y'all, there's something special about Charlotte. Yeah. In, in your own words, what's what's the most special characteristic of Charlotte, North Carolina? The hospitality. Okay, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's a city, but you still yeah. feel like you in a small town. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody is welcoming. Yeah. Oh, wait, where you from? What you do? Like, yeah, you know I like what I'm that. saying. Like even the people from here, like some Charlotteans. You know, they may feel some type of way that there's so yeah. many people from other places. Yeah. But we still welcome you. Yeah. We'll still, you know, give you some mm-hmm. some whiting fish at the fish fry yeah. <laughs> with some baked beans <laughs> and some coleslaw. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll still take care of you, man. So mm-hmm. it's the this it's the the hospitality yeah. that I enjoy and most. And I noticed the hospitality. I love the hospitality. Yes, sir. That's why I, I, I leave and I come right back. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? You got and to. What's what I like also about it is it's the connection yeah. of everything that connects. So many businesses, so many businesses are coming. I'm I seen people go from here to here. Mm-hmm. They making money yeah. and stuff like. That. But I, but I also love the fact that it's humbling. Like we and we spoke about that. So with Charlotte, North Carolina, growing, I want to mm-hmm. talk some hip hop stuff. Okay, you, you, you okay. have seen it. Okay, you from okay. working in radio, everything. Yeah, yeah. You you yeah. got a crazy background, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell me an artist or an act that came here, whether it's not hip hop or not. Mm-hmm. It came here, but you was like, oh snap, like they here. You know what I'm saying? You mean like they came to the city? They came to the city and it just like it was like mesmerized, blew your mind away. Like you like, oh snap, such as they really here. Nipsey Hustle. That's fire. I was the first promoter to book Nipsey Hustle in North or South Carolina. I brought him to Charlotte in 2012. That's incredible. Before y'all. the Crenshaw album came out. Before that. Before the world seen Bef- the potential. But you saw the potential when yeah. what was his presence like? His presence was godly. That's dope. It still resonated with me. He my screensaver on my phone. You oh, that's fire. Let me see that. That's, yo, you know what? I, you know I what never met Nipsey myself, but I met yeah. about you and two other people yeah. that met Nipsey. I, I met um Steve Lobel. Shouts out to Steve Lobel, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, we interviewed Steve Lobel when I had the magazine. He was on the front cover for the second issue. Yes, and he was one of the people that catapulted Nipsey Hustle to the forefront. Nipsey yep. was already doing his thing. Yep. And you and the other people I met yeah. that met Nipsey all say the same thing about yeah. it. the dude's presence yeah. was was up there. You know his, what I'm saying? His presence in 2012 was one of those where 
he didn't know like how far it was gonna take it. Yeah. He may not have known the path yeah. on how to get there, but he mm-hmm. knew he was gonna eventually get there. Yeah. But so he walked around with a presence of mm-hmm. I know I'm him. Yeah. It's just y'all don't know I'm him yet. Mm, yeah. And you know tell us, I got a lot of young people that listen to the show now. Shout out to the young crowd. The, that that 13 to 17 crowd yeah. is starting to listen to the show now. And I really hope y'all listening to j know because a lot of y'all are trying to get places in life, but yes, y'all sir. discourage. Yes, sir. And sometimes mm. you 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 need somebody outside mm. of your older brother. You need yep. somebody outside of your pops. You need yep. somebody outside of your grandfather, outside of your uncle yep. to tell you you can make it. Listen, what you got to do is you got to disconnect from all discouragement. Thank you. It's that simple. Thank you. Anything that's Thank discouraging, you. disconnect from it. Yeah. If it's a person, if it's something mm-hmm. on social media, yeah. unfollow it. Yes. Like you got to disconnect from all, all discouragement. I do that all the time. You have to. <laughs> I do that. Negativity too, man. Like negativity. Absolutely. I, dis- I disconnect from all negativity because I feel like it's 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 a poison. Yeah. It's a poison because now if I'm looking at it, right. I got that snake bite on me. Right. I'm about to start feeding into it. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. You nah, know what I'm saying? And see, the, the beautiful part about mm-hmm. all of this is, like you said, growth. Yeah. Right? So watch this. Mm-hmm. You take your trash out yeah. very often. Yeah. How often do you dump your brain? Mm. That's a good question, man. You got to dump your you brain. Gotta, you got to know when to control or delete. You know That's what I'm it. saying? You know what I'm saying? Like you take Facts. your trash out, you brush yeah. your teeth. Getting out the bacteria yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah. But when do you dump your brain? Yeah. You got to dump your mind. Yeah. That's how you disconnect. That's we keep our brains moving like taxi cabs sometimes. Right. Like like right. I'm one of those people I tend to think while I'm sleeping. Yeah. I think I think my way through things when I'm sleeping. So if I go to sleep thinking about it, yeah. thinking about it when I'm in bed, I'll wake up, I'm right yep. back to it. Yeah. And that like that's one of the things I'm working on. Yeah. But I all, can admit that. Yeah, we we yeah. all have room for improvement. Absolutely. And the, the beautiful part about growth is it never ends. No, nah, it doesn't. You know what it I'm doesn't. saying? Like that caterpillar mm-hmm. who's once crawling around mm-hmm. eventually knows it's gonna have to go in that cocoon. Yeah. To come out that beautiful butterfly. Mm-hmm. But when it's in that cocoon, yeah, it may be looked at as ugly. It does. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like some mm-hmm. people may look at it and not even know what it is or recognize it yeah. until it comes out and it's like, wow, yeah. that's a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. That's the journey of life. It, it is. You, I, I love that analogy that you yeah. just made. Hold, hold that thought, brother. We got to pay these bills real quick. Shouts out to uh, Spotify for podcasters, which was Inca FM. We will be right back with the second part of the show. Got Jane Truth on here. Gia, what up, what up, Mr. Boy Product? We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 105. If you need any advertisement uh, or sponsorships or interviews, hit me, lifeofproduct at gmail.com or corporate.ent at gmail.com. That is corporate with the K. All advertising is 50% off right now. Uh, Shouts out to Tyler's Outlet, who has sponsored the last few shows. Go to tylersoutlet.store. Use promo code free for me. That is free. The number for me, dollar sign on all orders, $50 or over. Tell them your boy product sent you. I got J. No Truth. In here, let me tell you something. <clears throat> Jano was my guy. Jano yes, been looking out for years, man. Yes, Jano was putting my music on his mixtapes. Yes, sir. He was pumping mix. He was pumping mixtapes in Vegas. Yes, sir. You feel yes, what sir. I, I yes, remember sir. that. Yes, sir. I remember that, and I remember I had I actually opened up one of his shows. I think it was at the music, the NC Music Factory. Yep. yep. And listen, man, you've been putting on for the city. Yes, sir. For a while. Mm-hmm. What was the when 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 did you decide? All right, this is what I'm gonna do. Let me let me just go full fledged into this. I'm I'm a I'm a left goer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody going right, I'm gonna go left. Yeah, I understand like, that. Everybody rocking New Balance, I was rocking Sacconis. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's been me since <laughs> Facts, day one. Yeah. Like you know me, I, I just couldn't help it. So when I started to see like in in my era of where like promoters were going and yeah. hosts were going and what they were doing, I'm like, yo, ain't nobody putting on for an independent artist like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
the I'm a fan of the underdog. I'm an underdog. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I done beat cancer. Four mm, rounds of chemotherapy. Man. Thirteen surgeries since I was yeah. from thirteen to twenty three. Yeah. I survived what took the life of the uh, late great Hall of Fame running back Walter Payton. Wow. Wow. And God God got you here. So for so for me, yeah. my purpose is different. That's facts. So I can't be on the same. Nah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my time is different. My purpose is different. My yeah. passion is different. Mm -hmm. My pleasures are different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like everything is different. So yeah. for me, it's like I have to be doing what nobody else is yes. doing. So if mm -hmm. ain't nobody looking out for y'all, I'm going to be him. Yes. Now, how how hard has it been? Because, you know, being independent, if, you, if you're promoting independent artists, you're right there along with them. That makes you independent. What's the struggles been along with that? The The struggles were like close friends and family. Mm -hmm. Not understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope they're paying you for that. And that's the hard part. You know that's what I'm the, saying? Everything, everything equates to money yeah. with them. And they don't see the bigger picture. They, nah. don't, they don't see that the little 100, 200 you could make now might be a thousand, two thousand down the line. Like they yeah. don't see oh, possibly more. Man, if I tell y'all what I paid to book Nipsey Hustle in 2012, <laughs> you wouldn't believe me. Oh, man. But that's the vision yeah. that I had. I yes. knew that that's what it was going to take because yeah. under my umbrella, yeah. in my world, Nipsey came from that. And, and that puts you into a, t a higher tier. Man, listen, he he has a song on the Crenshaw mixtape. That was a fire hour, man. And he says, I see my fan base growing south. Mm. That's a bar for me. Yeah, yeah. And I saw him and I booked him, helped him get booked in Atlanta. Mm. <clears throat> he pulled me to the side and he like, just know you contributed. Mm -hmm. When I say, yeah. I see my fan base growing south. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so for me... The independent artist has always yeah. been the underdog. Yeah. So who go, who helps them? Yeah. And what, what I'm I, an underdog, so I'm gonna help them. What I don't like about the music industry, they they've solely commercialized being independent. Yeah. Because I remember I remember when I I had I had almost had a deal on Universal. Right. Um, another company I won't say the company through somebody that didn't pan out. I almost had a deal on Koch before Koch became E1. Right. And then by all of those not really panning out, that was my son's. All right, I'm gonna stay independent and I'm gonna yeah. do my own thing, but it's not easy. Nah, <laughs> it's, nah. it's not. You got. You gotta for you to successfully be independent. You gotta really think like a company. Yeah, think like. A, and us black people don't always do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we we tend to fall short in a lot of that. I I, I know you. I can just probably count on a couple of hands the frustrations you dealt with that mm. dealing, dealing with our own people. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing about it was like honestly, wholeheartedly, man. Mm -hmm. I didn't care what frustrations came my way because yeah. I had to already done beat cancer. Yeah, yeah. What is this person saying to me? Going, mm -hmm. it's gonna not gonna knock me off what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Again, I was from 13 to 23 years old. Yeah, fighting for my life. Yeah. So if I can get through those challenges, yeah, ain't no like ain't no stopping me. That's real. You know what I'm saying. That's so real. that's just God built my faith high when I was young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So literally, I feel like I can run through brick walls. That's that's real. So all the challenges I may face, yeah. okay, I may get scarred up, bruised yeah. up. It may hurt me a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to mm -hmm. sit down, gather myself, and I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, standing true to just understanding that somebody got to help the underdog. Yeah. You know do. what I mean? Like the, the biggest thing for me is always for independent artists to understand that mm -hmm. we got to get off social media and yeah. get back to the hand in hand. We do. I you still do. pass out flyers. I see those. I mean, I want to get one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. Like we got a we got an African American male walk coming up October 14th, uh -huh. and literally, like I'm I'm a community ambassador for the walk. Yeah. So I'm still in the streets. Mm -hmm. Ten thousand flyers, twenty thousand yeah. flyers. Like oh, I help pass out flyers for yeah. Battle of the Bands. Mm. Sold that joint out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so for me, 
We got to get off mm-hmm. social and get back this to the one on one. This is true. You know I, what I mean? feel like the one on one you really see. You, social media is fake. It's not. Yeah. It's not all real. It, it's it's great to promote, but you don't see the person's real personality. Right. I, right. I've met people, man, and I've been I've been on sets of Love and Hip Hop, yeah. just chilling in the background. I, I don't do reality shows. Just chilling sure. in the background, and you see their real side, but yeah. when that camera cut on, yeah. you see, you see, and see. it's not even just the person on the camera, it's the people behind them. Right. You right, see, you right. see the you see the producers, oh, y'all ain't arguing enough. Do yeah. that over. I've seen yeah. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've seen that. So it's it's not the real I don't know if you like reality shows, nah, it ain't for me. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't for me. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like um it's a thing that brings us down. Yeah. And yeah, I, it, does. it messes with the psyche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The thing about it for me, honestly, and just life in general is I interviewed Michael Todd on the red carpet at the Stella yeah. Awards, Pastor Michael yeah. Todd. He said a lot of people focusing on going viral and focusing on views. Yeah. He said, I focus on seeing people. Mm. The I people. Like I need the people. Yeah. Like, us having that conversation, having mm. that moment, he felt like his message was getting out there yeah. because of the person who was saying it. Yeah. Not the fact that I liked it. Yeah. Not the fact that I comment on the post. It's just the fact that, yo, bro, like what you're saying mm-hmm. is helping change my life. Yeah. Change my perspective. You know this, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's two people in this world. People who make excuses and people who make it happen. Mm. There's like no that. there's no gray area. There's not. Mm-mm. Pick a side. Yeah. You're gonna make excuses or you're gonna make it happen. Yeah. I'm just glad and thankful that God is a way maker, not an excuse maker. Exactly. Exactly. He and don't this, make this excuses. is why not if, if if everyone was about that life, we'd have more millionaires than poor people. Facts. It, we don't have that. And, and you know, we need individuals mm-hmm. who make excuses because they leave room for the ambitious people. You like know myself. what? To to advocate, you're right. So you, thank you, you for you, the procrastinators. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, y'all. Yeah, absolutely right. It's we we need that. Um, those procrastinators become consumers. Yep, you know what I'm saying? Basically, it's a hard truth that nobody wants to hear. Right. It's it's a hard truth that nobody wants to hear. Take it how you want it. You know, yeah. people go in the corner and cry about it. Every, yeah, everybody exactly. in society now is hypersensitive anyway. They're gonna Man, cry about something. Listen, they we, might as well cry about that. We live in a society of followers. We do. Who gonna lead? We do. I we, step out and lead. Yeah. Even if I gotta yeah. take the scrutiny, the criticism, yeah. the challenges, and yeah. all that. Jesus led. Yeah, as he did. God led. Exactly. You know what I mean? If I can be just one smidget of yeah. what he of what he yeah. was every day, if I can just be a little bit more like him, yeah. I'm good. If you if you're leading and you have to it's the, you walk through a crowd of fifty people, right, and forty nine of them hit you, and that one person doesn't, they smile and say thank you, it's worth it. That's it. It's worth it. Because that's one it. life you saved. That's, that's one soul it. you saved. You just you just that one person, you just inspire it. Might inspire hundred thousand people. That's now. it. That's it. It's you, all you know about. It's all about literally prioritizing. Yeah. Your potential, which isn't easy sometimes. It's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying. But, but it's easy to prioritize your bills. It is. Yeah. There you go. It's easy yeah. to prioritize your significant other, mm-hmm. your children. You do that naturally, so yeah. it's already in you to be able to prioritize. So yeah. if I know how to prioritize already, yeah. then I can prioritize my potential. If you could put your bills on automatic drive, why can't you do that with your potential? Boom. So What's because now. Now that I have that on automatic draft, mm-hmm. now I recognize what I'm passionate about, and there I know what my purpose is. Now. There you go. Listen, this is my guy, Jano Truth. Jano Truth is, is <laughs> invited to the show. <laughs> He's invited to the show anytime, man. Yes, sir. It's, it's, when you were talking about community, right? Yeah. How important is it for a person, particularly a black man? How, right. let's, let's talk black men. How important is it for a black man to do community work and to be in tune with his community if he's trying to really get somewhere? So it's, it's vital. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's very vital, very important because yeah. they need to see us in that light. I met an individual. My my real name is Gervais, J-E-R-V-A-Y. Yeah. I met an individual named Gervais. Mm. 
Mm. Spelt the same way at a Panthers game. Wow. I was there doing community work. Mm. Yeah. He was there doing God's work. Wow. We connected. He saw my name tag. He like, yeah. yo, that's your name? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking he's just a drunk person <laughs> at the game. Like, why yeah. you questioning me about my name, bro? Yeah. He like, no, that's my name. I'm like, no, that's not your name. That's my name. Yeah. He's going back and forth. Yeah. He pulled out his license and showed me his license. Wow. Same name. So now me, yeah. Gervais and Gervais, yeah. we, 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 he operates a company called We Care For You. Mm. We give away free sneakers for the homeless and oh, underprivileged kids. Yeah. Community work. Mm-hmm. People see that. Yes. They support yeah. everything else. Yes. Because they feel like they can trust your brand. Yes. So if you're trying yeah. to get somewhere to be successful, mm-hmm. doing community work is going to get people to trust your brand yeah. because mm-hmm. they see you a good father. And you're doing something good. You're a good husband. Yeah. He's doing something positive. Exactly. So anything you're selling, I can support it. Yo, hold that thought. We're going to come right back with the third segment of the show. This is Life of Pride Podcast. I got the homie Jane Truth on the show. This is episode 105. Gia, what up, what up, Mr. Boy Product? We're now back with the Life of Product podcast, episode 105. I got the homie Jay No Truth on the show. This this guy wears multiple hats, mm-hmm. man. Um, the the promotions that you were doing when you were going from here to Vegas. I want you, yeah. I know about that, but I want you to let the people know what was going on. Uh, man, Are you still doing that? Yeah, I still do it. Mm-hmm. Um basically, like it started out, um, I had stopped doing radio promotions for a little while. Yeah. And a partner of mine, he's a he's a promoter. Yeah. Like Earl Hollywood Hunter. Mm-hmm. That's my guy, man. One of the Shouts first promoters. Shouts out to Earl. One of the first promoters to, yeah. you know, put bread in my pocket for wow. doing what I do. Yeah, you know what incredible. I'm saying? So he invited me to come to Vegas to pass out flyers. Yeah. He was doing the after party for the Steve Harvey Awards. Mm. Remember, he was doing the hoodies. I remember, they, yeah. They I remember. Changed, they changed yeah. it to the Neighborhood Awards later on. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, he was doing the after party with Maxwell. So I came mm-hmm. out there, we did the event, yeah. it went well. Um, Maxwell got stuck coming in and out of the country or something, so he, he booked Anthony Hamilton instead. Yeah. So we did the event at the Rum Jungle inside the Mandalay Bay Hotel, mm-hmm. and I met some individuals that was working for Steve Harvey that weekend. Yeah. yeah. And um, before I left, my dad told me to take my <clears> resume, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Pops, we're going to be in Vegas, we're going to be yeah. in clubs, like, yeah. I'm going to walk around with resumes. And yeah. He's like, no, put it on the flash drive. Mm, smart. So whoever you meet that's important, mm-hmm. you give them the flash drive. Yeah. Take all the pictures you did from all your street team work, put it on the flash drive. So when you give yeah. them the flash drive, they got your resume. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, brilliant. Yeah. So this individual walks in, Hispanic, Hispanic lady, mm-hmm. and she got the whole cast from the movie Soul Food with her. Wow. And she's telling everybody where to go, where to sit. They at our party. So I'm yeah. like, yo, okay, bet. I'm going to talk yeah. to her. Yeah. I know that's Vivica Fox. Yeah. I know that's Makai Pfeiffer, <laughs> yeah. but I know yeah. whoever that is is in charge. That's the person that's moving and shaking. I talked to her, gave her my resume, told yeah. her I was from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's like, wait, you came out here to work? I'm like, yeah, I'm going yeah. back home tomorrow. Yeah. Since you came out here to work, I may have some work for you. Mm, okay. Maybe a, maybe a month later, <clears throat> she sent me an email. I've never had a phone conversation with this woman. Yeah. She sent me an email a month later and invited me to um to work on production for the BET Hip Hop Awards in Atlanta. That's dope. And since then, I've done the Super Bowl uh, like three times. I've That's done uh, uh, Grammys, Emmys, yeah. Oscars, mm-hmm. VMAs, like all these different award shows. Yeah. I've been a part of the production team just because That's of that. So dope, and man. she was operating the seat fillers. Yeah. The casting of the yeah. seat fillers and all that. So literally, it's been like, <clears throat> it's been a whirlwind of different things I could talk yeah. about, man. But yeah. I'm just humble, just sitting in the seat. That's all. You know what? I've <laughs> seen, I've been, I went to the People's Choice Awards one yes, time sir. in LA and um, a couple others. 
uh, events, and I've seen like how the whole seat fillers go. Yep. But you never know who you're gonna run into yep. filling those seats. Yeah, I've I've been at events and I've seen seat fillers. I'm not a name person. I'm a face person. Right, right. And I've seen these people on movies. After right. That. I've seen these people on shows after that. Yeah. So these people that are there, they come with dreams. They come with hopes, yep. man. And they come with drive and ambition, man. Yeah. What have you ever met somebody at one of these events and you see them now and they just like surpassed everybody? Kevin Hart. That's fire. Um, he's one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who else do I can think off the top of my head? I mean, I got to go back to Nipsey. Yeah, yeah. Nipsey, I always put Nipsey yeah. up there. To me, the, uh-huh. you know, that's that's the epitome of like humbleness. Yeah. But um, I would say Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. Nipsey. Um, mm, uh, what's the young lady's name that that did the um Insecure TV show? Um, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Her. Yeah, she's like, incredible, man. Yeah. She, talent is beyond measure. Yeah, seeing her mm-hmm. just in her element before she yeah. was in her element. Yeah. And then seeing her now. Yeah. She's still the same. That's that's great. It's, a it, it's hard to stay humble, man. Yeah. It's really hard. Like you know, one one of the things I pray for, and I've always prayed on this, and I and I pray on it even more now, is to not lose myself. Right. Right. To not lose myself, because there's been times I could have. Yeah, and, and I've seen course. people do it, and I've seen people lose themselves, and I had no respect for it. Right after that, I don't want to be one of those people that de-escalate. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's real stuff. The key to it is to stay rooted in the Word. It's just to mm-hmm. stay close to God. Yeah, strengthening your intimate relationship with God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you can intimately be in a yeah. relationship with this person or that yeah. person. You can be intimate with God this and have those moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. have that quiet time. This is true. Find a quiet place in your yes. house, at a park, mm-hmm. in a neighborhood, meditation yeah. music, whatever, so you mm-hmm. can, because there's one thing to pray, but yes. then there's one thing to hear. Yes. Yeah. There you go. We're going to pray for things yeah. we need all the time. Yes. But can you hear what God is telling you? Oh, a lady told me that. I was, uh, I used, when I was in college, I used to work at an office, Max Dog. Oh, wow. Long. <laughs> okay. I'm showing my age okay. now. It's you all know? good. It's all good. And I used, I was like, I used to uh, run a copy department, me and a lady. And um, this old lady used to come in there every yeah. Sunday. And she could barely see. You know how like the mm. old people, they wear the glasses, but yeah. the side is closed. She could barely see, right? Walk slow and everything. She would always make copies of like the the biblical brochures that they would bring in, right? right. So she she came to me one day and she was like, "Do you ever meditate?" I said, "Well, um, I said I used to meditate. I used to take judo, mm-hmm. and I used to have to always meditate. That got me into, but I have fell off a few years." She said, "Um, she said, well, you should start back." She I said, "She said, what's the most important thing about meditating?" I said, "Well, you tell me, because <laughs> right, right, I feel right. like you know." Yeah. She said, "When you pray, you talk to God, right?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah." She said, "Well, when you meditate, God talks to you." Yes. And with me coming from the martial arts thing for a few years, I didn't look at it like. That. Right, right. I looked at it more from like a Zen mode type of thing. Nah. But you, after she told me that, it kind of opened up a lot. Yeah. To me, you got to understand, like, you know, when 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 the word is "be still," and know that I'm God. Yes. In order to be still, you got to be literally willing and capable. Because yeah. you're already capable. Yeah. But you got to be willing. So yes. now, what? The, how many times we've gotten a gut feeling? Yeah, man. And done the opposite, yeah. and it didn't go right. Yes. That's God talking. Yeah. It so is. some people can't mm-hmm. even hear him. Yeah. But the fact that you got that gut feeling, yeah. that's that's him speaking without him speaking. Yes. God can hear your thoughts. Yeah, man. For real. Think about how significant that is. Yeah. You don't even have to speak it, but yeah. he can hear your thoughts. And yeah, we think some wild stuff as human Come beings. On, and he's probably like, okay, again. Yeah, like, okay, all right. You <laughs> really? Know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. But, don't call know, me tonight. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, it's beauty in all of it because, yeah. again, there's growth. There's room yes. for improvement. Yeah. And as black men, we need yeah. more of improvement in all areas because we, we have to have God in the center of our lives yeah. in order to 
orchestrate anything else outside yeah. of that. This is true, man. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people, you know, right now we live in like really serious times. Yeah. I feel like by the time me and you are old men, Lord willing, we make it that far, yes, sir. we're going to be at the foothills of the end. Right. Like it, it ain't going to happen now. It ain't going to happen next year. But I believe the foothills of it is coming. So much is coming yeah. out. And people think I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm crazy about it. Dog, they just built a satanic church in Detroit a few mm -hmm. years ago. And mm -hmm. a lot of people was locally protesting. The government let it rock. Yeah. Now course. with things like, you know, I'm different when it comes to like TikTok and social media. I like right. to know the real stuff. Right. So I, so right around COVID, you know, we had a lot of free time, right? Yep. I went down a rabbit hole with a lot of stuff. Man. Gotcha. So I'm the type of person, once I start noticing stuff, I mm -hmm. notice stuff. Mm -hmm. So everything is all in waves. I started yeah. noticing. And I, I, I took the research. I took the liberty to do research on this, right? Right. I started looking into, and you know, not to scare people, but with the whole, the Satanism mm -hmm. and um people throughout history, yeah. recent history, within the last hundred years that were heavy into it, right. um, how uh, Satanism connects with pedophilia and things mm -hmm. like that. You got to stay prayed up, man. Absolutely. Because this stuff is happening right in front of us, and yeah. we just be, okay, nah, it's all good. Nah, it's not, all, it's not okay. It's not all good. You know what I'm saying? We have normalized mm -hmm. a lot of things, and now mm -hmm. we're numb we are. to a lot of things. We are. Like, how many times you've seen, dang, such and such just passed away? Yeah. And that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you want for lunch? Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, we'll post in that post. You'll, you'll give a shout out. Oh, rest in peace to them. And then you write back to you live right life. You write back to it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. don't have, we don't, we don't sit down long enough to process nothing. We don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why we harboring all these emotions and feelings and yeah. then reacting, yeah. reacting certain ways. And yeah. Because it's like these thoughts come through our mind. Yeah. Which channel a feeling. Yes. Which essentially leads to a behavior. Yes. You think it, mm -hmm. it makes you feel a certain way, and yeah. then you act out a certain way. Yeah. So if I can yeah. just control my thoughts, mm -hmm. I can control how it makes me feel, mm -hmm. which will control my reaction to how it makes me feel. Yeah. You know, all of that energy could ball up into a form of manifestation. Right. Um, Mental manifestation is a thing. Absolutely. And, and I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I've mentally manifested a lot of stuff. Yeah. I had to, like, humble myself because yeah. I mentally manifested things I shouldn't have. Right. You know what I'm saying? In, in, including people. Including people. <laughs> yes, I have. I've done that. But yeah. once yeah, once too. I did that a couple times, yep. and I said, okay, once I understood the power of it yep. mentally, I stopped doing it. Right. I said, I stopped doing it. I said, I'm not going to use it for that because I didn't want it to be taken away from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I had an ex, and her pops was a pastor. Mm -hmm. And um, she said how when she was younger, her pops had, like, a really uh, vision to see things. So she never believed it. So one time they was chilling. He was like, yo, go to the door. She's like, nobody's at the door. Doorbell rung. Wow. Nobody pulled up in the car and somebody walked up. He would do that a lot. And he, you know, but by him not using it all the time or how he should have, it was taken away from him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I look at things like that and I'm like, okay, yeah. if I got this power to really mentally manifest things and really foresee things and make it happen, I'm not going to use it. No. Nah. I, was, I, was, I messed up a little bit. Right, 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 <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? We have all mishandled yeah. blessings before. Facts. Don't live in shame. Nah. Don't live in guilt about it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a gift that was given from God. This is true. And, and allow it to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mm. got to embrace all of it. This is true. Flaws and all. Flaws and all. You know what I'm saying? Like, Flaws and you all. Know, when, they, when they say in the church, come as you are, they don't mean like what your attire is. Yeah. They mm -hmm. mean flawed and all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times we. We we shy away from doing certain things because we yeah. like you know what one day yeah. I'm gonna such and such. Yes. To me, my mindset is t today is day one. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going such and such. Yeah. Hold hold that thought, yes, brother. Sir. We gotta take one more break. Uh, shouts out to Spotify for podcasters. We will be right back with the second part of the show. I'm sorry, the fourth part <laughs> of the show. <laughs> we out here. Yes, sir.
Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product from the Life of Product Podcast. Like you guys know, today's episode is sponsored by Tyler's Outlet. Tyler's Outlet is having an amazing deal. Everything is 50% off. Humidifier starting at 19 bucks. Ever heard of 4K? They have 8K aerial drones starting at 89 bucks. Use promo code free for me. That is free, the number four, me, dollar sign, on any order over 50 bucks. Tell me your boy Product sent you. I'm out, baby. Yeah. Yeah, what up, what up, Mr. Boy Product? We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 105. Um, I want to take a minute to say uh, thank you to everybody who's been supporting the show. We are 105 episodes deep. I Honestly, when I started this, I didn't think it was going to go that far. I didn't know it was going to go that far. I just I took a leap of faith and I did it. So to the YouTube subscribers, to the uh, people sharing, liking, downloading, everybody on streaming, rocking with the show, everybody that's coming on, such as Jano, to do interviews. I had a lot of people reach out that want to rock. I just want to personally say Thank you. I feel like I'm doing my due diligence and giving back. Absolutely. You, you know are. You, you're walking in your purpose, man. I'm trying. I feel it. Yeah. You, you're doing this with no effort. None. None. You know and I, I've been doing it alone a lot, man. Yeah. You know, but I don't complain about that. Like right. it's, it's, I just rock out, man. Yeah. You, you ever you ever took a path where you just didn't know how it was gonna pan out, but you did it. Right. You like right. Steve Harvey said, we'll go to the top of the mountain, but we won't jump off. Well, yeah. what are you afraid of? Exactly. Man? Jump go, climbing up that mountain might have been the hardest part. Do it scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, think about it like this, right? When you watch like the horror movies and the horror films, and then it'd be like a, a part mm -hmm. where it's something loud, it's like a loud, abrupt sound, yeah. and then everybody start running, and yeah. then it'd be like one person like, run for your lives, yeah. and yeah. Then everybody else take off running. Yeah. We black. When one person start running, yeah. everybody start running. We out. But what if you're not running from something that's scaring mm. you? Mm. What if you're running from the life God's trying to give you? Mm, that's a good way Just to look Just because it's it. scary for everybody else don't mean it's scary to me. That's a good way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? I like, like you that. could literally be running from your yeah. life yeah. instead of running for your life. This is true. So mm -hmm. I do everything scared, no matter what it is. No fear. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and in some cases, it may be yeah. a flaw. Because yeah. I may need to know more details. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This and I need true. to be more organized before I jump out there. Yeah. But how but you going to know unless you try it? That's it. You ain't going to know that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't saying? never a loss. It's a lesson. This is true. This is ain't true. never a loss. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Like I said before, a lot of younger dudes is listening, man. Um, A lot, a lot of violence been happening yeah. over the course of the last few years. Um I don't I don't I don't got the answers. I don't know right. what it's going to take for it to stop. But to the young men, to the young black men in particular, man, that that's that listen watching, what advice would you give them? Self-love first. Mm -hmm. If I don't love myself, how am I love you? Yeah. Yeah. You know there what I'm saying? Go. Like if if I ain't never been shown yeah. love, yeah. genuine love, I don't even know how to love myself. Yeah. A lot of times we be in situations where, mm -hmm. you know, we never experienced it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so even when it's given, it seems mm. weird. Yeah. It's like, yo, I don't want nothing from you. Yeah. I just want to love on you and pour into you. Yes. Black man, yes. black woman, I don't want nothing from you. Yeah. I just want to pour into you. Yeah. It's weird to some people because they ain't yes. used to it. They're not used to that. So it's nah. like, wait, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Most of us go into isolation. Yeah. When things get tough, yeah. we go straight into isolation. Yeah. Let me just fall back from everybody, not yeah. ask for no help. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. They go into I mode, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. But what yeah. you need to go into is that God mode. Like, yo, God yeah. got me. God going to yeah. provide. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. So it literally starts with self-love. Yeah. Because if I can love on myself enough yeah. and I know my value yeah. and I respect you and your there value you and I'm not going to want to harm you because yeah. I know what you bring to the table. Yes. Like, yo, that's a black man doing some amazing things. That's right. No, and I ain't going to let nobody else cause no harm to you neither. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna make them see the light in you. Yes. But if I don't see the light in myself, yeah, that's where it stops. And, and people don't recognize that. It's like the nurturing factor. Um, say say the nurturing factor of of a, of a mother and her son. Yeah. And things like that. Now you meet a black woman that want to provide that nurturing for you. Now you're a grown man. You might have forgot how it felt 
could be nurtured and loved at 10 years old. Right. And this black woman might be trying to give that nurturing to you and you just looking at it like, nah, I don't want that. I want to go run the street. Right. And, <laughs> we, it, and again, you it's, know it's all about processing. Like, yes. We don't take the time to process nothing. We don't. We, we, we scared don't. of therapy. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had I had an offer to do therapy with her X years ago. I was like, I ain't doing that. And yeah. my my reaction was, you the problem. I ain't going. Mm. And I, and I'm I'm keeping it so real. Right, right. That, that right. might that might have saved the relationship. Now, was she want to start an argument? Yes. But <coughs> right, at the end of the right. day, maybe I should have tried it. I think I should have tried it to learn more about myself, not about the actual relationship in general, because it took a lot of failure. It took a lot of tears for me to get to this point where I fully understand myself. Right. It took a lot of prayers and soul searching, brother. Absolutely. Now, what if I would have got that over 10 years ago? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Might have been there already. You know, but it's all on God's time. This is true. You know what I mean? And the reason yeah. why you rejected it because you wasn't ready for it. Nah, I, I, really, I really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I had a chip on my shoulder. Right, so you, you know went saying? into it maybe sabotaging her therapy. Probably. You know probably. what I'm saying? I, you know that's a good way to look at Straight it. Straight up. Man. You could have yeah. literally sabotaged her yeah. therapy because you mm. wasn't ready. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, that's and, and and that 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 and that's God's protection. Yes, it is. That's it that's is. that's his protection over her therapy because he like nah, he ain't ready yet. Yeah. So you 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 say yeah. no when she asks you. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I wasn't right because he needed you know her in that space. Yeah, he didn't need you at that time. Yeah, because you wasn't ready to receive it. That's right. We've all dropped the ball, fumbled miracles yeah. and, and and blessings and all that. Yeah, that was her blessing that he was giving her. Yeah, you just wasn't ready to receive. I was. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I wasn't. Yeah, because the mindset that I had at that time, the chip on my shoulder I had at that right. time, I would have walked in out. <laughs> right, <laughs> it would have right. been lit. <laughs> yeah, like oh no, nah, it's all you. I would have walked in there snitching. She did this. Right, she said that. Right, bong bong. Yeah, it would have it been bad. Yeah, it but it, it bad. happens. It happens when it's supposed to. Yeah, and you yeah. gotta just learn to embrace mm -hmm. everything. This is true, man. This, how how has fatherhood affected your career? Um, I'm the type of father that mm -hmm. my children have seen me do all of this. Mm -hmm. I just recently took them to Vegas with me. I saw that online. I think that's incredible. Had man. them on the red carpet with that's me. That's great, man. And it has inspired my daughter to start mm -hmm. her YouTube channel. That's great, man. Because they were my camera crew. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. I had one of them controlling the crowd. Yep. The other one was the camera. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they was uh -huh. literally my my team. That's great. You know what I mean? So we uh -huh. we, we went out there, and um, fatherhood has been mm -hmm. amazing. That's amazing. great, man. They I teach agree. me. They teach me I so agree. much. You know what? I think fatherhood saved me. Yeah, me too. I think, I think fatherhood saved me because I had I not been a father, man, and I was doing my thing, especially with doing music back then. I'm doing shows. I'm going here and here. I would have probably right. been wilding. So watch this. You know I told a friend of mine, he's about to have his firstborn. Yeah. I told him, I said, a lot of times, you know, as men, we are naturally supposed to be protectors. Yeah. Right? When you have children, mm -hmm. the role reverses. Your children protect mm, you. It's true. Your children this protect you now. This is true. They protect you from going out and being yes. outside. They protect you from yeah. making bad decisions because you're thinking about them yeah. first instead of yourself. You know what <clears throat> was crazy? I've always been like the overprotective father, right? Mm -hmm. And I had a situation, but then you could split it a second, I could change. Yep. Um, when I moved back to Brooklyn, I was living at the end of Brooklyn in a neighborhood right outside of Queens, right? Right. So oh, I'm used to, for years, had a driveway, whatever. Now I got a park on the street, right? Right. So, I was I had to take my sons to school. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna just drive y'all looking for Parker because I was working overnight. Right. So I'm I'm cruising up my block. A dude is behind me, a uh, 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 enraged driver. Dude mm -hmm. in a pickup truck. Move, you stupid. I mm -hmm. got two things that I don't, I don't like. Don't call me stupid. Don't right. call me the B word. Right. right if we right, playing, right, like, oh right. boy, you stupid. That's right, different. Right. 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 So my sons is like 20, 30 feet away, 30, 30 feet away, and the steps watching. I cut the whole street off. I had to charge him. Mm -hmm. Whole whole street off. And this was an eye opener for me. Right. And I'm saying this because a lot of guys can throw their life away and, the, and the whatever. I look at the dude 
um, he was about the same age. Uh, he was a little bigger than me. I grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> grabbed the dude by the throat, and the dude hits the gas, hops the curb, and shoots through a red light, almost got hit twice. Wow. And I said, you know what? I can't ever do this in front of him again. Nah. I can't do that. I can't nah. do it. it. It was the combination of uh, stress at work. Right. Um, yep. I'm tired from working overnight. Yep. And this just happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to look at that situation. I had to apologize to them. And I was like, I'm sorry. I had to see. They was in elementary school. Wow. And I was like, I, can't. I said, don't don't ever do that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we try hard. Yeah. But we need to try higher. We do. We do, and I had to. I had to shoot high after that. You have to. I could have got shot in front of them. That's what I'm saying. You, you know what I'm saying? I might not be here right now. You know, or I could have hurt the dude and went to jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? Something all, as simple. As all that. kind of stuff could have went wrong from that, and all because of road rage. Right. So now I, I had a dude about a month ago get road rage or whatever in and out the lane, jump in front of me. I just rolled my window up. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's I, it. I learned that lesson from the last time. Yeah. I'm not gonna react this way not, no more. Definitely. I know not. what not to do. My yeah. son is this amount of age now, yep. so now he's already seen me in that mm -hmm. element. Yeah. I don't want to display that no more because I don't want to yeah. teach him that it's okay to Ex do that. Exactly. And that's how we move. Exactly. Yeah. Before, I want, I thank you for coming to the show, man. Yes, sir. We had a great conversation. Absolutely, bro. But before we wrap it up, right, Um, what's J-No Truth in 10 years? What are we going to see you? Um, coordinating, owning, and operating the biggest mm. promotion and marketing firm yeah. in the Southeast. That's dope. You got my support. Um including the type of promotions and marketing that you've never seen before. Yeah. A lot of innovative, creative ways to market them and brand yeah. different businesses and, yeah. and different things. I've already manifested mm -hmm. uh, the mobile billboard truck. I saw that. It's, That's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's available now for you to yeah. to book. Yes. You know what I mean? Whether you're an artist, whether you're a business, whatever. You can have a pizzeria. Jump on whatever, it. Whatever, bro. Like Put you your can, logo on it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm like, saying? And um, 10 years from now... Uh, delighting myself in the Lord so that mm -hmm. I can get anything, everything my heart desires. Yes. You know what I mean? Staying rooted in, in, in the Word, staying rooted, staying yeah. humble, um, being the best father that, that I can be, mm -hmm. being the best husband that I can be. Yeah. And um, not settling. Yeah. Don't not settle. Settling. Keep going. Right? No. Keep going. You don't have to settle. Nah. You don't have to. You, mm -hmm. you don't have to. You If you ain't settled when you was 13 fighting cancer, yeah. ain't no way you're going to settle nah. right now. And the thing about mm -hmm. it is, too, I heard somebody say this. They said, um, a friend of them, friend of theirs, kept saying, "I'm ready to settle down." Mm -hmm. Speaking about their wife, or yeah. you know, you know, lady. Yeah. And the OG told him, he said, "You ready to settle down? Mm -hmm. Settling? Mm -hmm. You ready to settle and I've then settle down? Yeah. So you're gonna settle mm. down? Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, you need to be focusing on leveling up. That's right. That's Don't right. Don't be ready brother. to settle down. Be ready yeah. to level up." Love what, brother? Listen, yeah. think that's a. I hope somebody heard that because I heard that and I yes, just sir. took something from it. And I hope the listeners could hear that and take something from it. Come back anytime, brother. I'm coming anytime, brother. Listen, now. man. I thank you so much. Yes, thank sir. you. Thank you for promoting me on the mixtapes. Yes, sir. Um, thank you for spreading awareness for my music, my brand. Thank you for even letting me open up that show because that yes, was sir. big for me. Like yes, I, I appreciate. I was on a roll at that time and that just kept my momentum yes, going. I took my nephew with me. He got to see that the boy product. Life of Product Podcast, episode 105, the homie Jano Truth. I'm Gia. out, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?